You are listening to the Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. My name is Michelle Davis, and I'm your host. New episodes of the Boss Experience podcast return in June 2023. In the meantime, I'm sharing topics with you every Tuesday to help you start an online business that replaces your nine to five income. So this episode is from a pre-recorded audio. And in fact, I'm currently in the middle of a six part series where I'm releasing content from my five day CEO challenge that I did not too long ago. And don't forget to tune in next Tuesday as well. Enjoy the episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you feel if you were where you want to be at this stage in your life, both career-wise and financially? I know the last few years have been pretty rough for people. And you may have felt like you're working 40 hours a week only to struggle to pay even your basic bills. Or maybe you were frustrated because you had to miss your kids' extracurricular activities or one of their performances because you had to do something for work. Or maybe you just like to plan a vacation where you don't have to hope and pray for a tax refund or that you win the lotto. I know exactly how you feel. Not too long ago, I made the transition from a lengthy career in nonprofit services to a full-time online coaching business. Hey, my name is Michelle Davis and I help women turn their expertise into an online coaching or consulting business that replaces their nine to five income. And I just created this video sharing three things that enabled me to go from a 20 plus year career in nonprofit services to actually replacing my nine to five income with an online coaching business. Just head over to ceoblueprintacademy.com. That's ceoblueprintacademy.com to watch it now. Okay, back to the show. In today's session, we are going to discuss business planning. So in your business plan, this is where we talk about your competitors and how to see what's happening in your industry. And so I'm going to show you a couple of ways to do that. And so just going to hop right into it. You know, previously on day zero, that was our kickoff. You know, we talked about what to expect over the next few days. Then we moved into day one, which was defining your passion and looking at your skills and experience and finding, you know, something that really puts that fire in your belly so that you When you launch your business, you don't just feel like you're just in another job. And then we also talked about on day two, we talked about uh, different business ideas because ideally, whatever it is that you're passionate about, you want it, you want to connect skills to a business idea that you, you know, feel connected to. Now we're at day three where we look at the planning process. And this is such a critical part of launching your business. Yet with a lot of entrepreneurs, we tend to kind of step over it because we think we, you know, I have a business, you know, my business idea, and we kind of forget that we need to plan. And in fact, you should plan whether you're launching your business or you're launching like an aspect of your business, you know, whether it's a course or a particular program, 
you should actually do some market research to make sure that you're launching a program based on something that people actually are looking for. So let's hop into it. Just a few sites. And the strategy that I use with my market research, and obviously I can't show you every market research strategy in the short time that I'll be with you today, but I will show you some different strategies you can use. So let's look at answer the public. So you can get a, a ton of ideas here for what people want to know. And you may be wondering, well, what are these generic questions? Like, how does this really help me launch a business? But it, it's one of many things that can tell you what people want to know and how you can use these things in your marketing, in your social media. And then if you also have frequently asked questions, let's say on your website, you can pull some questions from here and have these questions answered so that when people do land on your website, you can actually, you know, share with them, you, you know, just the answers to these questions because you already know what people are asking. So you can get kind of gauge, you know, what people may be thinking. So that is answer the public. Another uh, thing that I do is I use Google. So I use Google, you know, because the other thing when you're thinking about putting your service together, you have to think not only, you know, when you launch a business, what services are you going to offer and what do those services look like? And the best way to do that is to actually see what people are already, you know, offering out in your industry. And I would bypass all of the ads because these are people that pay for these spaces. So I want to go down the not, first non-paid search. And if I'm starting a new business, I'm looking at everything. So I'm looking at the layout of the website. These people are landing on the first page of Google. So I want to know everything about them. So that means everything on this website, the layout, the, the keywords that they're using, all of this has been tested. And I'm looking at everything. I would go and click through all of their pages. I would look on their social media. I'd want to see what they're posting. And then I would look and see, you know, what exactly are they offering? I would look at at least about 10 companies to get an idea of how to structure my business so that I get a sense of what's out there. And depending on what business I plan to operate, I may look locally or I may look nationally. The other thing I'd want to see is, you know, I look on, let's say, Instagram. And all of this is kind of the heartbeat of your industry. So I would look at Instagram. I would look at Facebook. I'd want to see what people are talking about. Look at Facebook groups. If I'm starting a business, I would join Facebook groups related to that business. Because the one thing I want to see is what people are asking questions about. I want to serve those needs. I can also create my marketing to address those needs. Those are the very easy ways for you to kind of see what's happening in the industry. And obviously, you know, you want to do a deeper dive and there are some, you know, some metrics you want to look at. You want to look at, you know, what prices are they offering and what are they offering those prices for? So you really need to think in detail. So let's look at some of the questions you're going to be asking yourself because you, you want to be able to create a sense of, you know, what is your business going to be doing and what problem are you solving for whom and how? also want to think about like, how are you going to set up your business? So it's always best, you know, when you are thinking about, you know, what type of business structure you should have to definitely definitely speak with an attorney because they will be able to advise you because there's tax ramifications as well. You definitely need to pay taxes even if you're not legally set up because you can get in a lot of trouble 
operating a business and taking in revenue that you're not reporting to the IRS. So we talked about who you're solving a problem for and who would most benefit from that solution. So now you want to take those people and kind of break them down a little bit more in terms of demographics. So let's say for a social media agency, you don't need to be local to do that. You can do social media management for any company anywhere in the world is your oyster with the internet. But if you're offering like cleaning services, that needs to be local. You know, you want to think about what services can you provide to that unique target audience? And is this a service you're going to do yourself or do you need vendors when you launch your business? You want to know what you need ahead of time and how much it's going to cost. Maybe you're paying for website hosting an email service so you can develop an email list. Think about your monthly costs. Even if you're operating a business within your home, you have to think, what what do I need to have within my home? And the next thing you want to think about is how will you promote your product or service to get it in front of potential clients? So depending on what kind of services you offer, you just want to make sure you know ahead of time how you're going to get your customers. Will you do paid ads? And so there's so many other marketing strategies as well. And then with marketing, you want to know your metrics. How are you measuring the effectiveness of your marketing efforts? Where, you know, you have to have systems, like what is your system? You can't just launch an ad and not know how you're going to measure that paid ad. Or you can't just like hire someone to do your marketing and you don't define what it means to do your marketing and you don't have a way that works for your business in terms of, you know, how you're measuring effectively. A good example is once upon a time, I did marketing for a company and the company provided a service for people that are buying a home. And so my job was to do the marketing, but interestingly enough, and strangely enough, the business owner was at a loss for defining metrics for how he was going to measure success for my marketing efforts. In fact, he even tried to measure the success of my marketing efforts using another company that was more established than his. So you don't want to make that mistake. You want to look at what resources you have, what what are your metrics? And if you are struggling to figure that out, you may want to hire a consultant like myself to help you come up with those kinds of metrics. Same thing with your social media. Is it realistic for you to launch an Instagram account and think you're going to have 10,000 followers. You don't need 10,000 followers to make sales. What you need is an engaged audience. And so you want to have metrics for that level of engagement. You know, you'd want to see, you know, are you reaching people outside of your existing customer base? And then it also may be, are people visiting your website? How many website visitors are you getting? So you have to really take the time to really define what your marketing efforts are. And you have to have this kind of dialed in as you're launching so that you're not launching to crickets. So then you want to think about how will you collect payment? So you want the specific name of a payment processor. So think about how you're going to collect payment. There's also things like Stripe and other payment processors out there as well. So you just want to make sure you have that dialed in so that your payment system is working you know, for you when you launch your business. And also what goes into planning is how will you deliver your product or service to your client when you have a website? If it's a, a physical product, you have to figure that part out. When you get the sale, how will you get it to the customer? Because that means you have to then mail it, right? 
So you need to think how you're going to showcase the product and how you're going to deliver the product or service. If you're a consultant, you, you'll use maybe Zoom. Zoom has a, a fee too. There's a free version, but Zoom has a cost associated with it if you're going to use it over, I believe, 30 minutes. You want to factor all of that in when you're planning your business. So the other thing you want to think of is what challenges or barriers to entry do you anticipate in regards to supplying, marketing, selling, and managing your product? And then you want to have revenue goals. You want to have monthly revenue goals and you want to have annual revenue goals. You want to measure, are you meeting these goals on a monthly basis? Are you meeting these goals on an annual basis? You want to pay attention to winter customers not buying versus when are they buying? And is it, is it something I need to do more of or is this just simply what happens in the industry? Different things happen. So you want to have these goals so you know what's happening with your business. Then you want to create a budget. Once you have everything dialed in, you know, whether it's consulting or coaching, is there a cost associated with creating your product? You need to factor in business-related subscriptions, you know, for your email or other things that you need to operate your business. And you want to have these things dialed in ahead of time because if you don't think about them, they're going to sneak up and they're going to really bite you and you're going to have sticker shock and you're going to have stress. So you want to know these things ahead of time and you want to know how you plan to fund your business. Now that you know how much it's going to cost to get started. And once you know what you need, what it's going to cost to actually have those things in your business, you can also look at other free options. You know, what can I take away right now as I'm getting started? And maybe when I'm up and running and I'm getting more revenue, I can, you know, get that service at that time. So all of this planning allows you to really plan out what's happening in your business. And so don't go in blindly. So think about are you funding through your job? That's why I always tell people don't quit your day job until your business is up and going. You know, are are you funding, you know, through another source? So also you, you know, you want to assume you have unlimited funding in terms of your planning. And like I said, you want to dial back and you want to think about how you would structure your company and what positions you have. Um, We'll talk about this a little bit more when it's time to scale, but those are all factors into how much it will ultimately cost to operate your business. Think of these things as you're launching and as you're developing your system. What is, what are some things as you launch your business that you could see yourself needing help with or needing to hire someone to help you in that respect? And then there's what will your business look like after the one-year launch? How will you be able to scale? And if so, to what degree will you be able to do that? As well as looking at what your business looks like at the five-year mark. All of these things collectively will help you plan out your business, avoid sticker shock, do your market research so that you can answer the questions. And, you know, let's get you going. So thank you for tuning in to that episode. I hope you got tons of value and be sure to tune in next Tuesday. So don't forget new episodes of the Boss Experience Podcast return in June, 2023. In the meantime, stay tuned every Tuesday because I'm releasing bonus content throughout the hiatus period. Take care and I can't wait for you to join me for another episode of the Boss Experience Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.